One, two, three. Hi, Nick. Hi, Caleb. <laughs> okay. All right. I guess I'm going to do a story. I'd I love guess. That. I'd love to hear a story. I guess, even though I literally cannot wait a single other second before I, I talk about this. No, nope, me either. Okay, fine. But here, I'll give, I'll give a quick one. Please do. I'll give a short one. Yes. Hey, so you know our dog, Ugga, at the UGA? Yeah. You know how he, during games, sits in his little house the whole game? Yeah, Ugga. Yeah, and you know how bulldogs, like yeah. Ugga, bulldogs, they're like uh, inbred and miserable. Oh, they hate it. And yeah. uh, he's having a terrible time the whole time. Mm. But you know what? Uh, at least they gave him big bags of ice, right? You know, at least they at least they give him huge bags of ice Do in they? his house. Okay, yes. he has huge bags of ice that he sleeps That's next really to in cute. his house because it's so hot, and otherwise he might actually die. He's that dog gonna, might die. Just shiver himself to death. That dog is so flimsy; he could actually die. But you know what? I'm really yeah. glad that they give him big dogs of ice. And you want to know big, why? Yeah, why? You want to know why? Why? Because I love chili dogs. Yeah. yeah, that's how I'm feeling. That's I how I'm was, feeling. I was literally trying to come up with the same joke. Yeah. You did it. <laughs> there was a me before this episode, and now there's a me after this episode. Yeah. Nick. Yeah. And Go ahead. Sorry. The me after this episode is furious that I will never make a piece of art as good as episode four of Sonic Underground. <laughs> It was so good. <laughs> oh my god. So like episodes one through three were crazy and insane. Yeah. Episode four has finally elevated it into high art. This puts it's this in the MoMA. It's tremendous. It needs to go straight to the MoMA. Send it right up the chain. Do to not the pass Goma. Go straight to the MoMA. Yes. Um. Uh, Collect as much money as you want. If the people who made Sonic Underground are not wealthy forever... And have no need to work except create beautiful music together forever until they die, then there is no justice in this world. Absolutely. And I cannot sleep. Here's the thing if you worked on Sonic Underground or your grandmother did because this was made in 1794, (laughs) 1998, (laughs) if if you or anyone you know even worked on this for a second, send them my way so that I can kiss their feet. Yeah. Also, me. Uh, have Caleb text me. You don't have to contact both of us. Just, Just give, contact yeah. Caleb. Send us a tweet. Send us a tweet at your two show. Yeah. Which, by the way, that in case plug. you missed it, if for some reason you've subscribed to or downloaded this without no without knowing, somehow, welcome in the iTunes store to your two show. Your two show, a Sonic the Hedge cast. Uh, do you think that Sonic the Hedge cast is throwing off our Googles? Because, like, do we have do we have Hedgehog in there anywhere? That's a great question. I don't know. We should check. We should. We should. We should check those Googles. Okay, I'll check the should Googles. Look later. on the Googles. Okay. Thank you for coming back, everyone. Thank you. We are worked up into a hot frenzy right now <sighs> because we just watched. I watched for the first time Sonic Underground episode four, Wedding Bell Blues. Wedding Bell Blues. And Caleb watched it with me, which was excruciating for him because the way I watch this show is to pause it almost every five seconds. Even even more excruciating than that. Okay, first of all, sometimes every five seconds, sometimes every point two. There are times where he literally would pick up the remote to unpause and then pause it before he even like, sh- like even it got three frames away. Because the frames changed and something fascinating happened. Uh, but 
But that was not as excruciating as just not talking about it while we were sitting right next God. to each other. This was the first time we'd watched it in the same room. <sighs> the tension was palpable. Yeah, even the laughter was just like, oh my God, I can't believe we're even laughing. <laughs> we need to save this for the podcast or whatever. But it was like, oh, oh my gosh, especially for this episode. It was a, it was a total... Oh. I guess, okay, I'm going to go ahead and summarize it real quick. Please. I'm going to do something quick. We're just going to get through this because then we just gonna, are going to talk about it. Um, the episode episode four, Wedding Bell Blues. It's all about costumes. <laughs> um, it's all about the changes we make to our bodies and each other. Um, and <laughs> literally every second of this. I mean, okay, so here's what happens. They uh, get notified by a, an earthquake that... Uh, that an they, earthquake lamppost. An earthquake lamppost jumps out of the ground, knocks them over, and tells them, "Hey, by the way, I'm Robotnik. I'm getting married." <laughs> so they decide they're getting. So they find out that Robotnik's getting married to their mom. Apparently, uh, they immediately recognize that this is a trap. But on the off chance that their mom is actually there, they decide to go. Yeah. Uh, they go to visit Bartleby first, who you might know as uh, Sonia's butler slash fiance, <laughs> her her fiance. Um, <laughs> They go to visit her in disguise as uh, cleaning men, uh, mm-hmm. and dresses Mario, Luigi, yes! and, and, the, and the third Mario brother. Um, and so they uh, they go, they clean Bartleby's house, they steal some stuff, they get Bartleby's help, yeah. uh, getting them assigned as the musicians at the wedding. They uh, go to the wedding, they, f- they undergo a series of trials. <laughs> Where they are, where they are uh, accosted by the bad guys who know that they're there because it was a trap. Yeah. Um, and then uh, Eggman reveals that his plan was actually not to marry a Queen Alina who isn't there. But since Queen Alina has been gone for so long, the throne is about to be uh, open for grabs uh-huh. as long as she doesn't reveal that she's around. Right. And so he says that he's going to adopt uh, Sonya, giving me one of the most uncomfortable moments in Sonic history. Uh... Uh, and then... <laughs> And, which we'll get to. Ah! Uh, but then Queen Alina does show up um, mm-hmm. and she like re-ups her claim to the throne. Yeah. She's just like, hey, don't forget about me. Yeah, I'm still here, <laughs> I swear to God. The whole crowd is all about it. Everybody's wearing drag. <laughs> <laughs> this, this episode. Even the SWAT bots. Even the SWAT bots are wearing drag. This episode is amazing and every piece of it is amazing Ooh. and I'm in love. Yeah. Uh, the themes of this episode are dresses costumes just like everybody's changing clothes all the time Mm -hmm. getting what just getting right getting that look right getting that look (laughs) on point and here's here okay i'm gonna start this off by saying there was actually for real several cases of drag in this it starts with sonia dressing as a male cleaning man true uh it continues with um uh at one point, Manic is wearing a dress to look like their mom, and at one yep. point, Dingo is wearing a dress to look like their mom. That's right. Dingo looks amazing. Dingo he, really works it. He absolutely works it. In the it. few shots we get of Manic in the outfit, he looks really great, too. And that's the funny thing about this, though, is that none of these drag moments are played for jokes on their own. And that, yep. that inherently is one of the most surprising things about this episode of Sonic Underground, uh, in that, yes, it's funny, and the designs are funny, yeah. but generally it's funny just because they look silly just because of what they're wearing and or because of the jokes they're making and right. it's not like like even when manic is dressed in dresses sonic is like hey that's like a good dress that's the thing they compliment each other on the dresses yeah. on the look all the time <laughs> and uh uh there are so many incredible moments the the uh, the one moment of drag that was not the one moment of costuming that was a drag for me mm-hmm. was Robotnik getting jammed into a girdle 
by a robot's foot. The robot has one hand on the back of his suspenders, the girdle strings. The girdle stripes. His other hand is a gun, so it's up in the air. So that's that's the that's the attention to detail that is going to cement the Sonic Underground uh, people in history. Yeah. As like some of the greatest creators of our time. Yes. And it is that they had established these SWAT bots had a gun arm. And yep. so since those are the servants he has around, yep. they have to make do using one arm and their foot trying yeah. to get their master into a yeah. turtle. Trying to tie the strings and it gets jammed into this corset. So you have to see his gray robo abs and then his belly rumbles and bursts out. Because he's an orb! Man- Manic goes, ooh, wipe out. <laughs> Just like seconds before. They like it's so good. Never ask Mega Man to help you put on a dress. Bingo. Uh-huh. <laughs> get, the, get the other blue guy. Yep. So the uh, you their dresses are amazing. Yes. And and the all the dresses are great. Uh, when, Manic's lipstick game was on point. Absolutely great. When Manic is going and in, in, into the secret passages, what? I don't know how he's running free at this moment. Like, toward the end, they're in the balcony of the opera house, and they're just sitting there, Manic and Sonic, and it's like, you guys were just captured. Oh my god. You were just captured by SWAT bots. Manic has so much much power in this universe. It's funny that, like, it's funny that that there is such attention to detail, and yet certain details are completely elided. Yeah, just it's like, just like doesn't matter. Don't yeah, worry, they got away. Does you think matter, they didn't get so away? Many things matter so much. Yeah, exactly. Oh my god, just like the attention to detail, <clears throat> like with cameras that they have to cover uh, with their coats, and like yeah. all of these moments that are like, uh, like uh, we talked about this a little bit the other week, but just like really, really specific world building paired with completely impossible don't even think about it yeah world building in a way that's so extreme and so juxtaposed that you're just like what is this show doing when manic finds the dress in the in the secret passageway and he says uh, he says oh oh, this is definitely me yeah (laughs) i love that it's like but that's the thing is all of these jokes and i know we talked about not like i don't know if it's just accidentally kind of progressive but it like legitimately was approaching this in a way that was genuinely funny and also yeah. genuinely loving about the process of wearing dresses and wearing outfits. Yeah. So, so the, um, and, and at the same time being kind of forward thinking about the way they talk about storytelling, like, yeah. uh, like addressing, uh, tropes in like a, in like a silly way that was like, like Robotnik thought he was trapping them and right. they knew that the trap was coming. Yeah. And they made jokes about it several times to the point that they were, like, incredibly relieved when it was actually just a trap. That is one of the most amazing joke arcs I've ever seen. Because at the very beginning, the earthquake lamppost comes and tells them. And then then Sonic's like, did he say our mom? Did Did he he say say getting married? married? Did he say (laughs) a a trap? (laughs) Or was that too obvious to say? (laughs) It was so good. It was so good. And then later on, what we're talking about with the, with the arc of it is that later on toward the end, uh, they start getting worried, like, oh, is our mom actually agreeing to right, marry Dr. They're, Robotnik? They're in the room. They're in the bridal chamber that they refer to so many times. Yeah. And then they're standing there, and they see the silhouette of what appears to be a feminine form. Uh-huh. And a then, feminine blob. Yeah. Yeah, and then, immediate, and then they immediately, like, they, uh, Dingo reveals, he, like, he like takes off his veil, and he's Dingo is wearing this they beautiful say, dress. They say, are you really going to get married to Dr. Robotnik? And he says... No, I can't because I'm married to my job. 
<laughs> and then immediately all of them have different le- different facial expressions expressing relief like right. oh thank god it was just a trap yeah and then they say like <laughs> a trap <laughs> the uh and that's like so because i've heard i've heard the joke before they're like well we know it's a trap but we've got to go into it but i don't know if i've ever seen a group of characters so relieved that they were right it was a trap yeah like oh my god thank god okay good (laughs) thank god it's not our actual mom yeah (laughs) which is true yeah like that would have been a worse situation it would have been way worse if she was really trying to marry this guy they can deal with dingo and sleet and robotnik like yeah no big deal Uh but if if somehow alina had been coerced or captured that, that would be it. That would be the end. But the design team just had a field date, not just with the drag clothes, but everybody had a costume change. Like, yeah. uh, Dr. Robotnik wore his, like, czar outfit. That was so nuts. It's, He's got a sash with medals on it and a purple... Like Jafar hat. Yeah, he's wearing like four different colors that do not line up at all. Not at all, and he's still got his regular colors on his body. Uh huh. His uh his uh soldiers by the by the time we're getting to the scene where he's trying to adopt Sonya, his uh his soldiers are all wearing like Nutcracker <laughs> outfits. Yeah, with big billowy like around the gun arm is this like big billowy <laughs> pantaloon. Well, that's one of the things is that it's like so on the regular hand it's like billowing out and then it closes on the wrist and then the hand comes out of it and you're like okay that's fine and then one shot you can't even see the gun arm and then in the next shot the other arm is covered and you can see the gun arm yeah and so the big billowy thing just ends right at the tip of the gun tapers at this at the the mouth of the gun yeah and so it's just like this huge billowy thing ending in a hole that could kill you oh it is the funniest thing ever and their commitment to their previous designs while then adding on all yeah. of these outfit changes. The our main characters wore something. Oh, we didn't even mention. So they went from their regular outfits to their like worker outfits as yes. cleaners. Yep. Then they wore their like nobility outfits, which were just like crazy old timey. Oh, like, they're like wigs. They're like musicians. They're like Johann's Sonic yeah. Bach. Like that's exactly right. They were like classical musicians. Yeah. They they, so they got into the castle by agreeing to be musicians. There's a robot there with like hello. They, they didn't say anything, but it just indicates like I brought you a cello and a violin and some triangles. Two triangles and also two straight line pieces of metal yeah, hanging off of that. Manic looks at and is v- visibly disgusted. Yeah, he's, he's like, like what? What am I supposed to do with this? And Sonny's like, don't worry about it. And so then she's like, thanks so much. And the yeah. robot leaves. Robot floats away very slowly. And as they soon all, as the door shuts, and they all. I'll silently just throw all of their all just of them in the trash right in the chute <laughs> they, just, they don't even talk about it they just pick up the instruments throw them away and start playing their rock and roll music <laughs> they just and they summon they summon their instruments with such fanfare in this episode like when they appear the instruments themselves like, like say jiggling. hello they're like hello Oh gosh, how much worse would the show be if the if the instruments spoke? Uh, that would it would be a lot worse. Yeah, I'm glad that we're that's not. I hope that doesn't happen. Uh, but who the heck knows what's going to happen? Because in this world, you can not only summon instruments from jewelry, you can transmogrify your giant friend into a hot dog dispensing robot. Oh my god. Okay, so yeah, we we get revealed that Sleet has a device that he can point at Dingo and turn Dingo into literally whatever he wants. The first thing we get is a we get him turned into a chili dog thing that they use to trap Sonic. But then here, okay, you know what? I'm just going to lay out this whole scene. Yeah. Let's just talk about this yeah, scene moment to moment. It. He goes he goes 
uh, to catch a hedgehog, to you ca- need... To catch a mouse, you need cheese. But to catch a hedgehog, you need... And then he transforms Dingo into a robot. So these little robots are actually really cute. They've yeah. got these, like, they've got these little legs coming out of the bottom. Other, They look like a hot dog stand, except that, like... They're uh, coming out of the box and then grabbing onto the box yeah. are little tiny arms with hands. Yep, yep. So it's and like, the little, like, Mega Man feet. Yeah. The, yeah. It's crazy because it's like your arms, you're holding onto yourself. It would be like <laughs> it would be like me grabbing onto my own shoulders. It's like you su- supporting the weight of your own head. Yeah, exactly. And But it's adorable, these yeah. little hands. Yeah. So they turn him into this. He pours, like, r- like molten chili into him. <laughs> and Dingo is like, wow, that's really hot. And from, from inside. Like, he's still Dingo. He's turned into this machine. Oh, yeah. He's taken the form. But when hot chili is poured into him and then, like, turned on so that it's cooking, he's like, ouch, that's really hot. Yeah. From somewhere in there? He doesn't have a mouth? Yeah. Like, it's from a speaker or something? What is he? I don't know. And I, I couldn't I couldn't tell if this was, like, an illusion, but it's clearly not because he uses the physical form. Yeah. They do make chili dogs, which apparently came inside of Dingo. Like, they, yeah. brought, they brought the buckets of goop. They poured in a bucket of, like, hot oil and hot chili, but the dogs came yeah, out not, of Dingo. <laughs> I think the dogs might have come straight out of Dingo. That poor baby. <laughs> oh, no. That's, and so they, like, so then uh, Sonic finishes the sentence for them, and it's like, chili dog. Yeah, right. He zooms in. Like, he's, he detects the presence of a chili dog at 400 yards. Uh-huh. <laughs> so he orders a, like, triple dog with quadruple chili <sighs> and uh, spicy, extra spicy. I think the so, word so banger spicy. is in yeah. his uh, order. I don't know. What, okay. I've never heard any of the mm. words for chili dogs nope. that he uses, but Mm-mm. I mean, you know, I'm like a. I'm they like don't a have Chicago so. where he. <laughs> I don't know about chili. I've actually never heard of chili dogs because I'm a vegetarian, so. <laughs> Yeah, if anyone in Athens knows somewhere we can get a vegetarian chili dog, we, you know, I think I oh, think Hilo might actually. Okay, good. We're, this we looked for it the other day, but we okay, all right, okay. Oh, you, but, you, but it wasn't at Hilo. Well, I don't know. I do. Okay. Well, anyway, it doesn't matter. This is really interesting for our nation. Of yeah. Listeners. Sorry, everybody. Mm-hmm. I'll cut this out. Come to, no, come to Athens and eat at Hilo with me. <laughs> Let's have vegetarian chili dogs. They have vegetarian corn dogs, and they're amazing. Ooh, okay, that'll okay. be close enough for me. Yes. Uh Sleet and Dingo. Oh my God! Okay, so then, so then they, they while uh, Sonic is is uh, about to eat the chili dog, uh, Sleet turns him into a giant Venus flytrap. Like he just says, "Giant Venus flytrap." It's a very magical girl transformation moment. And then the robot turns into a giant, a literally giant Venus flytrap that looks a little bit like a pumpkin. Yeah, because the top of it's still kind of Dingo's head. Yeah, and so then Dingo. Just takes a bite out of Sonic, just eats him. Sonic stands there holding a chili dog, mouth agape, mouth agog, and just gets eat. Like yeah. he gets eaten entirely. And yes. then he, and then it cuts to inside the giant mouth of this Venus flytrap where Sonic is sitting on the tongue, just kind of thinking. And going, Sonic goes, I didn't order a giant Venus flytrap. Yes! <laughs> <laughs> And these, I think this must be some kind of super meal or something. This might this may be one of those super meal promotions. <laughs> what? What is this show? <laughs> uh, that hot critical commentary uh, on the rise of the fast food industry. Uh, Come on, Sonic Underground, 1990, 1991. I can't Tell laugh anymore. Tell us all about anymore. McDonald's. I can't laugh anymore about this show. Oh, my God. Uh, it was like, it's, yes. And then later on, he turns into a giant worm. Oh, it's horrific. That's really gross. Yeah, it's all really gross. Every transformation is terrible. But, and it, but I, this is a technology that we had no sense of. No. We've seen holographic projection. We've seen maybe teleportation. We've seen invisible stairs. But full body transmogrification into apparently any entity? They just like didn't even set it up. 
They didn't even a little, especially because it's like, oh, if you have this, then why do you need anything else? Anything else. Yeah, this is amazing. This is just another one of these, like, well, it would be funny if he transformed now. And uh, uh, another thing, their CSI enhance, enhance, enhance oh jokes my God. Have, have now become so silly and expansive Sweet. as to be like, uh like a really deliberate parody i think yeah at first i thought it was just like a joke of convenience again is it just a trope yeah and and then it's become but now it's become like a really consistent yeah obvious thing that's so funny that it's yeah like, this has to be a joke about this trope yeah uh and it's very well done uh, so we've got robotnik in a chair looking at footage of a of the blue spinning orb that sonic turns into he says and but it's so it, it wastes so much time he yes. goes okay frame by frame <laughs> And then it starts, it starts going frame by frame, and he says, "Go back two frames." And then, the, and then the like wheel goes back two frames. Yeah. And then he goes, "Enhance." Enhance. And and just so you know, that frame didn't look any different from any of the rest of the frames. Nope. It was all just like just like this wheel rolling around. Yep. So then he goes, "Enhance." The blue wheel comes closer to the screen, and then Sonic just appears just from within cross it. Fades. It just <laughs> there's no effect. There's no decoding. It's just different now. It's, and it just shows Sonic walking really slowly. Yeah. Like, he's taking a little, just like... It's like he's like an ant, and Sonic's just like, what's up? <laughs> I'm just strutting. When I go real fast, I'm just strutting. <laughs> it was so it was so good, and it was so funny that it was like... <sighs> especially because of how much time was... Because there were, there were like gaps of time where he'd be like two frames, and it would be like... Dink. dink. It's so long! Yeah. Oh, gosh. Yeah. There are a couple of really great, like just show-stopping moments yeah and literally stopped the show to just pause for a second well nick's show-stopping moments are nah. uh, there were a hundred of show show-stopping moments not including my custom showstoppers this 20 minute episode took an hour and 10 minutes <laughs> it took an hour and 10 minutes that's the commitment i have to your two show that's exactly right that's a good point <sighs> I watched it last night, so it didn't drive me as crazy as it would have. I would have, I would literally have no idea the plot of this episode if I had actually watched it the way that he was watching it. I could not focus. That's that's how I do. I just can't, yeah, I can't even uh, believe I gotta it. write in the margins of this TV show. But one but, thing I did yes. notice from that when he was pausing it is that every single frame of the show is golden. If you pause at any given moment, something hilarious has been drawn. <laughs> yeah. It's so funny. It's like, okay, so so I feel comfortable saying this. The design of this show is hilarious and good. Yeah. The animation of this show is bad. It is bad it, animation. It's very uh, sloppily done a yeah. lot of times. It, and, and, maybe, and maybe that's because uh, I don't know anything about their budget. I, apparently all their budget went to clothes <laughs> for their characters. Because they're like still frames. Like they're just draw Like yeah. a lot of the costumes were not. I mean, some of them were animated, but a lot of them weren't. Yeah. Like um, um, uh, I thought about animation techniques. At one point, during at the beginning of the music video, one of the major principles of animation, according to the Disney uh, specialists, is do you think it's it's just like warping a picture that already exists? It's is that called one of the principles? squash and stretch. Is, is, yeah, is one of the yeah. is one of the principles just taking a still image and wiggling it? I'm just curious <laughs> like, about that. They got the they got the idea right, which is that you overemphasize movement. This is a real animation thing. You overemphasize movement by squashing and stretching. It's things. It's like those so that Disney they look, still frames where they show Aladdin like, with like four mouths, with four mouths, yeah. and then and, and, and then also the his beast. face is. Four feet wide yeah because he just jumped down off of a rooftop and landed but in this case yeah they just took a still frame of the show and squashed it around and it wasn't even a still frame of anything oh they, they literally the whole beginning part of it was like one 
shot of like the skyline of Robopolis, uh, Robotropolis. Yeah. They like one shot of the skyline that they literally were like, here's it really small. Here's it really big. Here's it tr- spinning around in a circle. Here's it three times in a row. And like here's Baroque music has started to play. They've just thrown the Baroque instruments in the garbage. What it, what, what it actually is, and I know because I think I had this keyboard uh, when I was me? a child, was it was the harpsichord setting <laughs> on an electronic piano. Yeah. That uh, uh, a, a Yamaha circa 1998 <laughs> because it was it was terrible it was terrible and yeah. obvious that it was somebody on a piano being like <sighs> it was actually it was Sonya playing one of the many voices of her keyboard yeah <laughs> oh my god and it was so and so, but then they went into a song that was like tomorrow will rule tomorrow's gonna be great they say actually they sang that song for Manny is what they did <laughs> They sang that whole song from Annie. It was really weird. It almost was the song from Annie. No, it, I think it. I think it actually was that Wait. song from Annie. I haven't seen Annie in a long time, but I think that's how when it goes. When she says, "When she says, when tomorrow comes, we'll be walking in the sun." Yeah, yeah, yeah. The that's sun. That's Annie. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That's exactly what it is. And then, uh, well, I mean, in this uh, this episode was about adoption. Wake up, oh America! My God! Wake up, Mobius! How deep does it go? How it goes all the way to Biden. <laughs> that's where it goes. I, Robo Biden. Robo Biden. This goes all the way to Robo, Robo Biden. Biden. <laughs> okay. Um, I'm trying to think of God. what other amazing things I wanted to stress about this episode. We we managed to cover a lot of ground in our excitement very quickly. Oh Jesus. Oh oh. Uh, actually, you know what this you know what this slowdown means. What you know what this pause Uh-oh. the energy means. It's time for everybody's favorite segment. Beep, 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 beep. I just Sonic News. Just rip that, rip that straight from my baby. Sonic News. Sonic News. Here we go. The uh, my my first thing about Sonic News yes. is uh, a fan made game came out since our last episode was recorded. Oh yeah, called was Sonic. It released? Uh, no, I mean the the trailer Sorry. for yeah. it came out. Um, it was called Sonic Utopia Valhalla. <laughs> Sonic Paradise? I think Sonic Paradise. <laughs> Sonic, Sonic, Sonic Utopia Valhalla. Valhalla is an extremely good name. Welcome to Sonic Valhalla. Oh, that's a very Sonic title. <laughs> that's that's very Sonic. So, in, and in Sonic Valhalla, apparently what you're doing is uh, running around uh, a, a Sonic World stylized, like 2D Sonic, but uh, it's an open ICO kind of. <laughs> situation where you can run wherever you want and jump wherever you yeah. want. Uh, yeah, that is the most defining characteristic of Ico. <laughs> it's, just, it's just like Ico. It's basically just like Ico. Um, it's Sonic, but like with an Ico skin. And uh, it's very, very funny. It's a yeah. hilarious yeah. game. You know, just like Ico. Okay, you know what I was thinking of? <laughs> you, caught, you, you caught me because I was meant to say Shadow of the Colossus. You yeah. got me on that one. No, it's fine. You got me on that Ico. It's fi- maybe, maybe it was just, it's like Ico team does mm-hmm. Sonic the Hedgehog. I think you're right. <laughs> and, I think so. Yeah. And, and, and you have a giant big the cat that follows you around and yeah. you have to try it. You know, this game's been a development for over 10 years. And if you stop moving, years. he eats you. <laughs> Uh, so we're excited to see how that goes. Yes. Um, did you have anything else to say about that? <laughs> no, just that it looks really cool. It does look cool, but it's, I think that provoked some conversation in the Sonic fandom. Yes. Um, I talked to, uh, uh, somebody on Twitter who I think might be Amir. It's AMR. And I'm sorry if I don't know how to pronounce your name, but, uh, they were talking about how, uh, Sonic, the, the Sonic fandom can't agree on what, Sonic is supposed to be. What yes. is the identity of Sonic? And that 
um, they said that that um, Sonic fan games are m- more re- usually not very good, but but very revealing yeah. of what it is that people think they like about Sonic. Yeah, and that either they are not able to execute on or isn't really what makes Sonic Sonic. And of course, the interesting thing here is that we are sort of discovering that. Sonic itself doesn't know what it is. Exactly. Um, and since Sonic doesn't know what it is, it, it comes. It makes sense and it uh, is reasonable that its fans wouldn't necessarily be 100% sure what they want either. That's exactly right. And the, 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 the desire, in fact, to like solidify Sonic into one thing is part of the problem. Like, yeah. And that's part of the Sonic team's problem, obviously. They don't know what Sonic is. They've tried various things and each of the things has worked to some extent in some way. Yeah. And it's worked for somebody but then they haven't maintained a consistent enough thread yeah. or whatever such that the Sonic fandom is this, like, fractured kingdom of, of you know, uh, spiky thrones. And when, like, you, and when you hear, uh, like, when you hear stories about the Sonic games getting made, it's almost always, like, uh, multiple teams working at the same time on different projects. Yeah. And so it's this, like, even two Sonic games coming out in the same year have a total, like, a wildly different vision and, like, a wildly different focus put on them. Different creative direction. We've yeah. got the Sonic Colors series running yeah. at the same time as, like, the new upcoming game that's probably not gonna have anything to do with the Sonic Colors arc. And, like... Yeah. It's... it's 3D Sonic and 2D Sonic are different entities that meet in Sonic Generations or something. I don't know what happens in that game, but like it is roughly that they are different characters or different, Mm -hmm. like different parts of the timeline or whatever. Like it's so wild. But, but one thing that's amazing that, that I, that I love about that Mm -hmm. is that Sonic himself is an unsettled entity. Yeah. Like his, one of the things that we think that I think we've discovered in Sonic Underground is, and, and what seems to match up with everything else is his shifting attention. Yeah. Like his, he, he cannot sit still. He has to go somewhere else and try something new. In this episode, so, even uh, at the very beginning of it, there's a moment where he, uh, they are in front of Bartleby's mansion and Bartleby doesn't answer the door immediately. And Sonic goes, I guess nobody's home. We got to go. Yeah, like, exactly. Immediately. And it's he, like, this is the whole plan, it's Sonic. over. Um, and then the other big piece of news uh coming out oh boy is that the director of uh deadpool the first movie is now going to be directing the sonic 2018 film Uh. and it is apparently going to be partially animated and partially live action (laughs) what are they doing but also who framed sonic hedgehog exactly (laughs) but what if it's great what if it's really what if we so here's the thing the worst thing. So today was the second worst thing. The second worst thing that's ever happened in Sonic canon happened today, and it was when Robotnik told Sonya to call him dad. You may ca- You can call me dad. So now, now we've got canon, canon daddy Robotnik no. here, here in Sonic Underground. Ugh, what a mess. That's the, that's the second worst thing that's ever happened, and everyone knows the first worst thing, and that's in uh, Sonic 06, when Sonic kisses a human woman, that's the worst thing. I don't know if you knew about that. I don't know if you were. I don't know if you were aware of that. No, Nick. I wasn't. Well, so it's maybe the worst thing. I knew there was a human woman in this. Sh- no. And they do in fact kiss. Right on the mouth. Right on the mouths. Uh, we should look up a video of that. Well, Caleb, what's the big old deal? What is Sonic the big- kissing a human woman? Oh, you know what? You know what? Actually, here's a challenge. This is the big old deal. I actually want you to look it up right now. I want you to look up that kiss right now. We'll edit this a little shorter. Oh, God. Okay. All right. We're going to get some live. We're uh, putting it into the feed right now. 
yeah i mean we're doing something you don't have to hear it i just uh, want to hear your reaction to seeing this for the first time I'm bringing it up i have the sound off i know this isn't the sonic go six episode but this has to happen now because we talked about it okay i'm gonna okay so what i'm seeing is uh yuna from final fantasy uh 10 is praying and uh <laughs> she's saying please see my call and then a, a ruby i guess that's a kind of chaos emerald uh, they're circling sonic and uh floating up in the air the emeralds are all rising here we go and she's standing up and getting their heads closer to each other uh 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 yeah the tension here we go <laughs> 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 Somebody spliced in Tails saying yuck Hooray <laughs> All right. Accurate, correct So there you Thank go Thank you Anyakoku on uh, YouTube For correctly splicing in a yuck Tails Yeah <laughs> Yuck Tails <laughs> Okay, today's, today's, a, today's a loopy one I, Wow I need a moment to collect myself. Yeah. So there's that. You got to see that kiss. And so, uh, what if we get another good? What if we get another good, good human kiss? So you're saying there are two worst moments in Sonic history right now. And so that, far, and that the Deadpool Sonic movie might just might bring us another one. Might bring us another one. And Ooh. to be honest, I'm very stoked about it. Uh-uh. Seeing real live humans acting with a with a with an CGI Sonic the Hedgehog right now sounds like the most amazing thing I've ever heard of in my entire uh, life. I, I, oh no. Think Well, of, yes. <laughs> do you remember that story? Do you remember that story about Gandalf when he was having to film with the hobbits? He was having to film with all the hobbits and he cried. Did you see that story online? Gandalf. There was like there was like a meme where Gandalf... Oh, I thought you meant Ganondorf. No. <laughs> <laughs> when you said Gandalf, I saw Ganondorf, CGI Ganondorf, standing next to hobbits. No, well, it was just... What the... F- what's happening to me? Yeah, no, well, he was like, he like, because he wasn't actually able to hang out, most of his filming was done with, like, pictures of the hobbits' faces sitting down below <laughs> knee, at knee level. And so he said that... So I don't know how real this was, but it said that he... He said that he like cried one time because he was having such a tough time. He was like, "This isn't why I got into acting." Yeah. Now imagine mm. Gandalf mm-hmm. staring at a little <laughs> tiny picture of Sonic the Hedgehog, <laughs> trying so hard, trying so like with with Ryan Reynolds' recorded voice as Sonic <laughs> playing from a tiny boombox nearby. <laughs> I'm breaking the fourth wall. <laughs> the- yes, yes, Sonic, you are. I think we need a new name for this podcast because of what has happened today. A wizard is never CGI, and my nor new- is he live action. <laughs> he- <laughs> you shall not pass. Oh yeah, ring. <laughs> <laughs> the new name of this podcast is Sonic Exploder. Sonic Exploder. <laughs> <laughs> That's for all you podcast fans out there. <laughs> That's going to be real good for our Google. Sonic Exploder's so good. Thank you. Ooh. <laughs> uh, well, you know what? And this has been <laughs> Sonic News. <laughs> we do need something. Yeah. We need some kind of... Uh, what's... 
I, I wonder if there's any canonical news in the Sonic verse. If you know uh, of any canonical Sonical news, please. I'm talking about like in like a TV show or in like an episode where like somebody like says the news. Right, exactly. Yeah. So we can get this. We need the audio clip of someone those. saying, "Welcome to Mobotropolis News." And if you liked that segment, I don't care. I don't care. I hope you did. <laughs> I hope you did. I don't care. It's gonna be such a okay. Yeah. <laughs> this is gonna be a fun edit. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. What else do we have on this episode, Lightning Round? <laughs> I'm tired. <laughs> okay. I got some stuff. Okay. Tell me some stuff. I liked it when they were mad at Sonya for wanting to get a haircut and that she asserted, appearance is important, you know. She said appearance is important to a lot of people. Yeah. I was like, you're right. Yes, I was it like, is. that's right, girl. That's a valid, like, she's getting, like, she's getting gender typed, mm-hmm. but then... It's being made it's like a, like a position of power, right? Yeah. Is that right? Oh, I well, I mean, it's still definitely just like a like it's, a it's, an annoying gender thing, but at the same time, yeah, like that's the exact same fight I've had to have with my own actual parents. Yeah, it's like why are you spending so much money on your hair? <laughs> like you don't understand. <laughs> it matters. Seems important and people care. You don't understand. Have you seen my hair? Yeah, but yeah, exactly. it's amazing. But have you like looked at my hair? <laughs> and if Sonic and Manic are like your hair is always gonna look the same. It's a cartoon. It's a cartoon. Yeah. <laughs> They're like I can't believe you're paying money. We've never our, our hair has never grown. Well, we've we've seen that the that there's actual movement in the character appearances. Like they're yeah. changing costumes, they're changing looks. They can get transformed into anything. Literally, you got to get that hair right before you get turned into a hot air balloon or whatever <laughs> god thing is going to happen to Sonic in the next episode. I don't know. Uh, so, we got Manic stealing condiments. He's stealing. He's literally stealing ketchup and mustard. And then when Sonic berates him, like we didn't all just agree that stealing is fine. We just learned last week stealing just, rules. Except I don't think maybe the maybe maybe the uh, maybe the hot dog bots are independently owned and operated uh, by citizens or members of the rebellion, and it's not okay to not steal from despots. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, maybe <laughs> yeah, he's like mad because they're. It's like a local business. Exactly, and you gotta. <laughs> su- you need to support your local business. This is just a quick PSA: support your local business. And if you accidentally steal from your local business, then make sure that when you return the things to the shelves or the containers, you deal them out like playing cards. Yes, which is what he did. Manic has incredible sleight of hand mm-hmm. and legerdemain. Manic, or as I like to call him, Gambit from X Men. <laughs> <laughs> takes a ser- takes a series of ketchup and mustard pack- packets and and juggles them like a deck of cards. Just just flings them all onto the table. And Sonic says, "Great, that was awesome. Just make sure they stay that way." Yeah, yeah. Uh, we got some more like upper class, lower class talk from Sonya and Manic. Oh, see, so that was crazy. Seeing them, uh, it actually makes me really uncomfortable seeing yeah. them power play their statuses. Because Sonya says Sonic is low class, and then Sonic says, well, I'd rather be low class than no class. Yeah. And Manic stole all that stuff, so he sucks. <laughs> they they are working together, and they appear to appreciate each other still, but these tensions are running deep. Yeah. And it's maybe it's no surprise that right after that, is when there's an earthquake. Yeah, right. Their their harmony. Maybe the lampos had nothing to do with it. Maybe the lampos. The they created an earthquake with disharmony. Mm, I don't know. That's possible. It could be. I'm feeling it. Probably not though. No, I think it was actually the lampos. Yeah, I love it when they say, "You don't mean Bartleby." <laughs> All the Bartleby in this episode. There's a lot of good Bartleby. <sighs> or as we call him, Bumblebee from Transformers. <laughs> There's a lot of good Bumblebee. Bar- Bartle-T. Bar- Bargle? Bargle? Bargle-D? Yeah, Sleet calls him Bargleby and bu- bu- Bugleby, Bugle- I think. <laughs> the the boogie-woogie Bartleboy of Company B. <laughs>
That's what he says. That's what uh, he says. Yeah, it's true. Rat Watch 2016. Multiple rats in this episode. We saw there was an instance where... And I will note that most of the rats had something to do with manic in this episode. I yeah. don't know what it means, but I've got my eye on it. Well, what did he? What did he call the kids in that one episode? In episode oh, three, he was talking about when kids the mouse the, patrol, the mouse patrol. Oh my gosh, right? you're right. They go in the mouse patrol. So when so when manic is walking through one of the secret passages, we see one small. No, we see a flood. A whole, <laughs> like, a whole flood. So much that they really did look like a liquid of rats. Yes, yeah. a liquid of rats, and they are. Just kill a leader. Pouring down the. <laughs> yes. Yes. And they're just fl- fleeing from his preposterous flashlight beam. And that's the thing. Well, you see rats a lot as transitions. And yeah. They are almost always uh, doing something preposterous. That, doing yeah. something insane. Just, Have, and it just so many of them. So many rats. Or flying. Later, when, when the uh, befrocked manic is being tossed into a cell briefly that he escapes for no reason. There is a, a rat coming out of a hole in the wall who then sees Manic, gets startled, runs back in. Yeah. And finally, the the spookiest rat of all for this post-Halloween episode Ooh. was the rat skull on Sleet's brooch. Right? Oh, on his cape. Yeah. Like, yeah, we didn't even think about that in the other episodes. but uh, I hadn't noticed it. But On he, his cape and on his shoulders, he yeah. has skull, the skulls of rats. Yeah. That's which, like wearing a human skull, which I guess we do do. Like, we do do that. Do we? Not like live humans. We don't know if his skull is real or not. That's true. It but could we be wear like little skeleton. Uh, Some of us do. I mean, like, it was just Halloween. People dress as skeletons. People have like skeleton. I don't remember any of that. Earrings. Hmm. People have like uh, shirts that look like bones. It seems weird. I only remember seeing fully skinned torsos well, and the, faces. Well, the weird thing about this is that it's like, you know, in the frame of talking about him wearing a rat skull, we're like, ooh, that's macabre. But, yeah. But we kind of actually do do that all the time. We, yeah. like, put fake skeletons outside of our houses. When I see that and someone says, hi, I'm dressed as a skeleton, I say, yes, as usual. I say, yeah, what's, top. Can, what's your number? <laughs> Somebody says, hi, I'm a skeleton. I say, great. Uh, how, how big is your phylactery? How expensive <laughs> is it? Jesus. I have a... Looking, looking for that skeleton boyfriend. I'm trying to get, I'm trying to get with someone who's not going to go away after two millennia. That's ex- exactly, exactly. <laughs> I'm here for the long haul. I'm, I'm matchmaking into eternity. Other people on these dating apps are yeah. saying they're into long-term relationships, yeah. but they don't even know what that means. The longest haul is the crypt. Mm-hmm. I'm looking for somebody to make me a skeleton. <laughs> I need, I need a good warlock. <laughs> You're welcome, folks at home. This has been a good day. <laughs> I want to go back one second to. Sonic, Sonya, and Manic as Mario, Luigi, and Huigi. Oh my god. <laughs> it's a me. I go fast. <laughs> they they straight up have overalls and green turtlenecks. Well one uh, of them one of them's green. Yeah, Sonya's red, yeah. Sonic is green. Yeah, and they don't make they have mustaches. It's a hundred percent a Mario nod. Yeah. It's great. They are they are posing as cleaning people in a truck that has like a mop stick coming out of the top of it, which I love. It looks like a bumper car. It, it, it looks like a janitor's closet bumper car. She goes, she goes, she like rings the bell and goes, happy cleaning crew. <laughs> <laughs> to her, her fiance Bartleby, who's like, I didn't order any cleaning. And then she immediately takes up her mustache and it's like, it's me. It's me, it's dude. Me, you idiot. Be cool, idiot. <laughs> 
And he's like, oh, Sonya, good thing your brothers aren't with you and those are just some strangers. Because they're losers and I hate them. Yeah, he's really rough on them to the point that Sonic eventually turns red like a, 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 a caterpillar from Super Mario World. Yes. He becomes Angry Mario Worm. And then it rips off his disguise, revs three feet into Bartleby's face. And Mm -hmm. it's just like, come on, guy, I'm ready. Yeah. (laughs) I like, I, well, at least we know for sure now that Bartleby is not associated with the rebellion. Oh, yeah. He's he's just like a bad guy. That's true. That's the major revelation. Yeah, exactly. But he is super, super into Sonya to the point where she's doing that same kind of gross thing where she's having to be like, uh, oh, but won't you do it for me? Yeah. Kind of stuff. And he, and he's able to be manipulated by his, like, by praising his possessions. Yeah. He immediately forgets whatever else was happening. So, on the other hand, I'm not sure that he's a straight-up bad guy, mm-hmm. because he's just an idiot. Yeah. He's easily manipulated. He is a vain manipulation machine mm-hmm. that you just... Yeah. Well, even... Uh, Hand him a, ca- a candelabra, and he'll be like, ooh, I'm on your side now. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Man- so, Manic started stealing stuff ag- again, and Manic says, hey, I know a dude. We can sell this junk in his house and make money for the rebellion. Yeah. This guy who has been donating mm-hmm. so much money to Robotnik, yep. we can literally take stuff right now and use it to fund our rebellion. And Sonic says no. Yeah. And it's just this, like, I do like, do we really have to have this conversation again? Like we settled, <laughs> we settled last episode on the fact that like stealing works. I, I, this show is obsessed with the fine gradations of who and who not to steal from. Well, sort of, and then S- it, except that it's mostly it's trying to say like, oh, remember, kids, don't actually steal, but yeah, do. Yeah, it's it's like it's like it's trying to no, give, do it. It's trying to give lip service to that idea of like, okay, we're we're not teaching kids to steal, right? But then, but we're definitely showing these characters having stolen all the time. You know, they say show don't tell. What they're doing is showing and telling, but both of those things are doing different. If your things. parents are in the kitchen and they're hearing this show from the next room, they're like, oh, that show's very nice. It's telling my children not to steal. Uh-huh. Meanwhile, shot after shot That of rock manic, music sounds amazing. Oh, I love that classic rock and roll styling. What a wholesome television. Was that the song from Annie? I love that musical. Ah, what a throwback. <laughs> but meanwhile, shot after shot of Manic shoving things into his pouches. He's filling every available cranny of yep. his out of his many outfits with diamond after diamond, and then later on he throws them all at robots. He just, and yeah. he, again he finds an excuse to just like throw like he throws a candelabra, he throws like a like a jeweled Ew. crown. And, and Sonic gotcha. is like, "I told gotcha. you not to steal." And he's like, "Yeah, but here we are again, where I'm using these in a useful way." <laughs> Thanks, Sonic. I just want to reaffirm that I'm not listening to a single thing you say. I love it. I love Manic. I are love we- his his cartoon uh, his goatee. His costume goatee. Yes, he is. The other two had mustaches. Yeah, he got a goatee. He just got a crappy-looking drummer goatee. That was so good. The uh, like, and then his like totally chill approach to putting on a dress. Manic has become my favorite character. I love Manic for sure. Yep, absolutely. Like just his like, uh, gosh, his his perfect approach to everything. Mm -hmm. This very very chill, relaxed. A Sonic puts him in harm's way in order to like execute a plan, and he goes, "What's the haps?" What's the haps? I love that. What's the, what's the big old deal? Yeah, he just immediately within... Yeah, yeah, it's great. Yeah, it was amazing. Uh, one point in favor of Sonic, though, for being my favorite character this uh, episode, is when he says, This guy is Trey Bozo. <laughs> <laughs> this is my friend Trey. He's a bozo. <laughs> oh, oh, 
we I forgot to check before we started uh, the results of our who do you date poll. Oh my god, we got to pull. We got to see because it's over now, and okay. I have to see who do you date. Who do you date on your two show? Who do you date? Who do you date? Who do you date on your two show? I have a suspicion that it's Tails. He was the lead this morning, but we got a lot more votes. If you're not following your two show on Twitter, you missed the chance to uh, make a difference. Get in there. We're holding like crucial questions, such as who do you date? Time for everyone's favorite poll. Who do you date? Okay, take me from the lowest to the highest. All right, lowest to highest. We've got, with 8% of the vote, Sonic the Hedgehog. Ooh, he's at the bottom. Poor guy. Poor guy. Nobody wants that speed. Next one up, uh, 17% of the vote went to Dr. Eggman Robotnik. He's got that daddy thing going. You would date Eggman before you would date Sonic? I I'm... Like, you Maybe. personally, looking at me right in the eyes right now. Well, okay, so it depends on the Eggman. <laughs> so, so not I would not date Eggman from Sonic Underground before I dated Sonic from Sonic Underground. But if we're talking about Eggman in, like, Sonic 06, okay. he's not quite as egregious. Okay. And that one, plus he seems like a smart guy. He's got some power, you know? <laughs> Sonic, Sonic, the thing is, you know, I don't know if he's ready to really, like, focus on anybody. Oh, he's not ready to settle down. Yeah. By no means. Exactly. Whereas all Robotnik is trying to do, all he wants from this sick, sad world of ours mm-hmm. is to settle down. I need somebody. And to stop having to conquer the world. I need somebody stable. Yep. I need somebody unchanging. Uh-huh. I need someone without flesh. Yes. Preferably. <laughs> I need, I need, as round as possible. I, well, well I'm, I'm just talking about uh, skeletons. I need a skeleton. <laughs> uh, number three in our, uh, in, in second place. Was 25% of the vote was Knuckles the Echidna. Whoa. See, so Knuckles was our reigning champion from our last poll. Our last poll featured Knuckles, Big the Cat, Amy Rose, uh, <laughs> and I think that might have been it. Knuckles, Big the Cat, and Amy Rose. And Knuckles won by a landslide out of those. For who to date? Yes, for who to date. Ooh. And so I put him on this one because it didn't occur to me until after that that's not the right way to do a tournament. <laughs> <laughs> that you actually you actually create brackets it's a half elimination tournament like yeah. you don't even get to do one whole round no, you're, you're just, just in there the next time yeah so uh, so i put knuckles in here to see if he would win again but this time it seems finally with 50 percent of the vote coming out with a clear split it's miles tails, tails. Prower. <laughs> yes and uh this is no surprise i voted for miles who did you i vote also for? voted for miles Heck tails yeah. Prower. boom that was a high five <laughs> one tail for each of us one <laughs> no no, no. Uh, this was partially inspired by i saw on a facebook group recently and i i want to affirm that i think this is amazing i want to i want to make it clear i think this is great someone asked yeah. a very similar question to who do you date yeah. which was if you found if you found tails asleep on your bed what would you do <laughs> there were more specific there were more there are possible specific answers which were like would you make him pay rent yeah i love for that. sleeping at your house would you cuddle with him oh, god above the covers <laughs> <laughs> Stuff like that. I'm not interested in any of that. I would date him, but it would be like a platonic date. Uh, I would uh, go on a date with Miles Tails Prower and just see where the wind took us. Yeah, I would just really, wa- I just really want to know what he's like. You know, I feel like I, I, you know, part of the the job of this whole endeavor is for us to get to know these people better, and mm-hmm. what better way to really just get into the nooks and crannies of somebody's uh, history and uh, like. To be fair, we don't even know Tails. 
I don't know Tails. We know these two tangential siblings of Sonic more than we know even his classic friends because we haven't run into them yet. Is Tails going to make an appearance in Sonic Underground or am I wasting my time? The only one who I know does for sure is Knuckles. What? He's the only one I know makes an appearance. What? Yeah. Stay tuned. Stay tuned. Um, so, congratulations, Miles Prower. Uh, because I don't know how to do tournaments, I guess we'll be in the next poll. Come by and collect your prize. Ooh. <laughs> prizes. Prizes. <laughs> Just kidding. Just kidding. It's absolutely kidding. Very clean. 100% kidding. Uh, but... But if you're listening, Tails... Hey, Tails. We're big fans. Big fans. I'm, we're also Big the Cat fans, though. Big the Cat fans. We're big we have the to cat say that. Fans. We're contractually obligated to say that we're fans of Big the Cat so that he doesn't eat, eat us. <laughs> or that's so that, so that he does. Oh, so that he is. <laughs> <laughs> well, this has been a particularly... You know, all of this marriage talk has got me thinking, wedding bells! Wedding bells. And, uh... So, I guess... Uh, dreaming of love. Everyone that you... So, everyone who voted on that poll, you are now contractually obligated to marry the person you voted for. So, uh, mm-hmm. sorry about that. Uh, Did the people who lost have to... Like, do the people who voted for Robotnik still have to marry him? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, cool, It's cool, going to cool. be one really, really So everybody's way. happy. Yeah. We're it's all, we're all about happiness. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's, just that, it's just that everybody who didn't choose Miles will have, like, a worse wedding. Absolutely. It's the true. budget is low. So the last thing to touch on in this one that I, is uh, we got to see their mom again. And yeah. uh, she appears at the end holding a wand that is then imbued with importance that we had never oh, heard of before. Yeah, right. Where uh, Bartleby faints at the sight of her wand, like the proof <laughs> that it's really her. He drops right out. He's like, that's her rod. I don't know what it's called. Uh, I don't know either. Yeah, it, he said that. something about it. Okay. But um, they that's apparently some kind of magic item that we're going to maybe learn more about in the future. Oh, boy. But she shows up and that's a surprising <gasps> for them. Caleb, mm-hmm. is it a conductor's rod? Oh, my gosh. Oh my gosh, that's what it is. It must be. It's a baton. Oh my gosh. Wow, I'm so into that. If that's oh, not God. the case. If I if the finale of the show doesn't have them performing with their mom conducting, oh. I will I will retroactively delete every episode of this podcast. <laughs> I will scorch the earth and forget that this ever happened. Uh, that'll be something like that'll be something like a year in and I will just tear it all down. Well, uh yeah, we'll see. So uh, let's cover some final stuff, just like stuff to think about moving forward. Next week, we're going to be doing uh, Sonic number one, the game that came out in... Oh, that's right. Sonic the Hedgehog. 1764. The the full title is Sonic the Hedgehog. Secret of why did we make any more games after this? (laughs) 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 Okay, lots of people really love two and three. Absolutely. So, we're, yeah, we're playing classic original Sonic on the Genesis. Yep. Uh, and you should play this week if you haven't already. Be- and I should play this week. I should I also already. play it. And, and, and just play as much as you can. Don't, don't worry about beating it. We're probably not going to get all the way through it. Yeah. I mean, I'll, I'll try my best. And I am very good at video games. Uh, I'm definitely going to everyone who knows me research. knows. Yeah. Play Sonic the Hedgehog. We're going to talk about it next week. We're going to do something different than these probably where we're going to try to do a little more of a like... Uh, I don't know, an analysis of of a game that doesn't have a lot of talking and doesn't have a lot of story. Yeah. And so we're, we're going to be doing more of a, like, uh, talking about what this piece of art is mm-hmm. rather than trying to do, like, a recap of it or anything. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And, and talk about our experience of playing it. So if you have any experiences, stories of playing Sonic the Hedgehog, uh, let us know. Yeah, If you please. have any high points, we'd love to hear them. We, we really appreciate those of you who have... Talk to us about the show so far. It's been really, it's really cool. super cool. We've got yeah. to have some conversations with people that we never would have had otherwise, mm-hmm. uh, which has made me really happy. Uh, yeah, and I hope I'm, that continues. This whole thing has made me weirdly happy. Weirdly, that's that's <laughs> that's a great that's a great uh, subtitle for 
Sonic Underground in general. Yeah. Sonic Underground, this will make you weirdly happy. <laughs> it's true. This episode, and I know that like I came out of the gate strong today, but I even now, as I have calmed down, I would like to reaffirm that this show is so good. It's legitimately good. It's this one of the great so cartoons, maybe one of the great television programs of all time. And we'll see if it continues up this momentum. Yeah. Or every if, episode has knows. been just like golden 100 percent escalation it's gotta stop sometime it's gotta get worse but why yeah but i hope how not. gosh i can't believe this i can't i already can't believe this show is canceled it's a, it's a true it's a real shame um other than that uh same thing as usual like we've got that twitter we've got uh got an email we got an email your two show at gmail but i don't know why you need to email yeah. us send us uh links to videos or if you just want to write us a little letter absolutely just, like, send it to us. we'll talk about you on the show uh, uh yeah i know uh, and we'll and we'll try to know um, w- w- what your name is and how to actually. We'll talk try about to. Do, you. We'll do our best. <laughs> we will do our best. Uh, and uh, I is that it? I guess that might be it. Okay. So um, thank you so much for joining us. Uh, I hope you had as good a time as we did. Yeah, I'm Caleb Zane Hewitt. I'm Nick Splendor, and, and you're two shows. And we also need to thank uh, Goodnight Productions and Dave Duncan for our theme song. Uh, and in this episode, we used a couple of songs by a guy named Bulby. Uh, you can go to youtube.com slash Bulby to find the Studiopolis Zone uh, from Sonic Mania 16-bit cover. And uh, I think it's called Chemical Zone from Sonic 2. Uh, thanks, y'all.